Kitchen. Lotus FM News with Sadisha Naidu. It's five o'clock at afternoon. Gauteng Premier David Makura says today's anti-xenophobia march is one of the many steps that authorities are taking to address the problem. Makura was among the thousands of people who marched from Parktown to Mary Fitzgerald Square in Johannesburg. Various NGOs and civic society movements organized the march. Makura says South Africa will continue to fight every form of discrimination. We will not accept uh, racism on our shores. We will not accept xenophobia on our shores will not accept tribalism on our shores all forms of discrimination have to be confronted but today it's about xenophobia the violence we have seen is something that should never happen again but beyond the violence itself we want to work with the different sectors of society to mobilize organize educate people SABC Chief Operating Officer Shlaudi Motswening has appealed this morning's Western Cape High Court decision that he be suspended and disciplinary action be taken against him. This means he will be able to carry out his duties until a full bench of the Western Cape High Court hears the appeal. Earlier, Judge Anton Skippers granted Motswening leave to appeal the earlier judgment that ordered the SABC to suspend him and institute disciplinary action against him within two weeks. New pictures have emerged of suspected militants from the Nigerian group Boko Haram in which they allegedly rebrand themselves as the Islamic State in West Africa. There's been no independent verification of the images which appear to show militants who later died in battle. The BBC's Tommy Oladipo reports. The images come from social media accounts associated with IS and celebrate the fighters as martyrs. Unlike most pictures of Boko Haram members, the young men are not masked and their faces are clearly visible. Since January, Boko Haram has employed social media techniques influenced by Islamic State, releasing videos with sophisticated production. In March, both groups announced their alliance. This also came at a time when the Nigerian military was making significant progress in its campaign to reclaim towns previously under the control of Boko Haram. And finally, students and academics at Rhodes University in the Eastern Cape have deliberated on the issue of the university's name change during heated dialogue in Grahamstown. A number of vocal students argued for a name change while others were against it. Issues of unification and transformation of the university, including racial representation among academic staff, were discussed. A historian and lecturer at the university, Professor Paul Meyer, believes that the name change would have a significant impact on the brand of the university internationally. I think it's very unfortunate that education and educational institutions get branded. Branding to me applies to commodities, not to education. But it has been argued that the name Rhodes has had brand value and that was the argument used in 1994 when a name change was considered. Vice-Chancellor Dr. Siswe Mabizela says that the university is focused on creating a conducive learning environment. There are students and there are staff members who find the institutional culture alienating and not welcoming. And we need to address those issues and create an environment where every person is able to make their contribution at Rose University and is able to excel academically. There's an alumni base that's international and the name change will have a profound impact on that. 
top story, Gauteng Premier David Makura says today's anti-xenophobia march is one of the many steps that authorities are taking to address the problem. I'm Sudhisha Naidu, follow to CFM News. I'll be back at half past.